By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. So why don't you, Shelly? Why don't you meet me in the middle? Why do you have to be like left or right, like hard left, hard right, just like the politicians? What's the deal? Explain it to me. Because I'm in the fight part. You're in the left what? Left or right. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> lean to the left, lean to the right. Stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Okay. Snow, do you have it in your place? We do. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, temperature's a little bit on the high side right now for like really nasty road conditions, but I'm not saying that some of those bridges and overpasses might not be a little bit treacherous. So a uh, little extra caution this morning, especially since it's been... Several months since people since people have been driving with snow. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody gets out of the habit. Uh, officially 34 right now, so uh, that's what we have as far as the temperature is concerned. And flurries, as, as far as uh, the uh, airport is concerned, that's the official observation center, may or may not be uh, snowing where you're at. I'm looking at the radar just a couple of minutes ago, and we still, you know, once again, I talk about this all the time. I know people get tired of me talking about this. The storms that move up along Interstate 44. Okay, this one, we missed it. This one, the majority of the storm went to the north of us. Uh, matter of fact, the people right now in Hannibal are pretty get, are getting some pretty, amount, uh, pretty good snow. And matter of fact, this band of activity right now goes from uh, the southern section of it is right in the St. Louis area on the north side, probably in North County up in like uh, uh, the northern parts of uh uh, in like in Madison County up there, uh, St. Charles County as well, the northern sections of uh, St. Charles County, all the way up into Chicago, into the Great Lakes. Now, once it hits the uh, the Chicago area and you have a lake effect, it turns back into rain or slush or stuff like that. But if you're heading north, even if you're heading west right now, there's a lot of activity to the west of us, but we are just on the southern edge of this, so hopefully, hopefully we'll stay that way. So uh, is it like... If you had to gauge how much snow is on your ground, like you can see the grass still. Sorry about that. I was just looking at the bushes. You're not looking at the grass? Well. well you know, they just passed that amendment, so you know, I can like you look at the grass. Ridiculous. The proposition, you can look at the grass, and in February you can oh. smoke the grass, right? You know, well, evidently, yes. <laughs> once again, I don't get Art it. Carte blanche, baby. I, I never will. I don't understand it, but that's just me. I don't understand the whole thing. I don't get it's it. It's kind of like a Jeep thing, if you have, or a I, Harley thing. I if guess. You have to understand it. Well, if you have to explain it, you will never understand. I've never been into that. You know, I mean, to me, it's like okay. I mean, I guess the thing that that I worry about is more intoxicated people on the roads. That's that's the thing I worry about. You know, and and the problem with that is, is you know, you know, when when you're you're drunk, they can put the old, you know, they can bring the Batmobile to you, or they can take you in and you know do the do the test on you, and they can pretty okay, your blood alcohol, blah blah blah. They can't do that with marijuana. You know, it doesn't work like that. I think they have to actually take a blood sample, and then they, they will come out with something. Well, that you know will what? Be able, they will. That's how I can make my next billion dollars. God, you read all this stuff about Twitter. A million billion <laughs> <No>. dollars. <laughs> you read all this stuff about Twitter and and Elon Musk firing all these people. I mean, some of it's like sort of like. Did any of them come back? Well, <laughs> he he fired one guy. There's a story this morning in Forbes magazine. He fired one guy online. He fired him on Twitter. One of their engineers. You broke up with him on text. I no on Twitter. I you know, I mean, it's Brad. it's. I get what you're saying. It's sort of bizarre. 
And, you know, I have to tell the story. It was sent to me by the world's smartest woman. Uh, And it's an interesting story about how, you know, he... Well, we'll talk about it next hour. It's pretty bizarre. It's it's a weird story about how uh, how this whole thing is backfiring on Elon Musk. And you know, once again, here's an example, and I can see it two different ways. Here's an example of somebody buddy looking at something something from the outside. It's like people say, "Oh my God, it must be easy to run a radio station." Hey, you want to do it for a couple of weeks? Have fun. You, you I know, don't. You know, like like even this morning. Power failure, one of our studio sites, you know, transmitter, you know, stations off the air. What happened? Got to fix everything, you know, just crazy stuff like that. It's it's interesting running a 24-7 business. But you know what I'm saying? People from the outside go, oh, my God, I want to be in the restaurant business. And then when you're in it, you go, oh, this is tough. This is hard work. This is, you know, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? It really is hard work, actually. Well, I mean, but people from the outside look at things and go like, it's like all these dudes go like, hey, man. I could hit for the Cardinals. Put me in that batter's box. And, you know, some sometime these guys go down and they do stand up against Major League pitching and they don't even know the ball's in the catcher's mitt. They haven't even seen the ball. It goes by them so quick. Oh, my God. How do the guys hit that thing? You know, it's one of those things. It's like doctors, you know? I mean, like like in my case, you know, the doctor operates on my eye and he says, oh, S-H, blank, blank, blank. Uh, you know, I go, what happened, doctor? Oh, nothing. I just destroyed your cornea. Oh, okay. That that was easy, wasn't it? Did you say, well, how are you going to fix it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't say any of that. You sound a little bit off mic. Are you not right in front of your microphone there? Well, I am. Let me move it up. Hold on. Okay, move it up. Hey, move it up. Move it up. Move it up. Move it out. Move it Is up. Move it out. Better. Much better. Rawhide. Remember rawhide. I do. Yeah. There's a whole generation that won't. No, it's 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 on. It's you know. If, if, you, do you have do you have off air TV? Can you? I mean, do you want your TVs do off air? No. Know? Oh, you need to go on. <laughs> you need to get yourself an off air TV and an antenna and see all these crazy channels that are out there now for free. We have an antenna up in the attic. But is it connected to one of your TVs? Probably not. Probably I not. I don't anymore. know the answer to that question. Okay. Well. Ask your husband. He'll know. He's the, he's the radio dude. Um, if you have off-air TV, go on like Channel 5 and then go look. I don't know what they call them anymore, the sub-channels and stuff like that. There's a new thing called ATS 3.0, which is which is next-gen TV. I don't want to sound like a nerd, which I am. But uh, it's, a totally. gen- well, it's, a, it's a totally new system. And uh, they can run on some of the systems. I think they can run like 30 sub-channels. In other words, you can go on Channel 5 and hit Channel 5.1.2.3.4 all the way up to like .30. And they're packing it with all these old TV shows. And right now, if you go on Channel 5, I think on Channel 5.2, it's Me TV, which is like, you know, old old stuff. Andy Griffith, the show, um, you know, like uh, Mayberry RFD, stuff like that. And... And it used to be just on cable and TV land had all the old TV series, you know, Happy Days and stuff like that. Not anymore. It's everywhere. Uh, matter of fact, for, you know, for a long time when Reverend, what's his face, Reverend Rice used to own Channel 24, that's all they ran. They ran TV shows from the 50s. You know, all these old crazy, you know, uh, like the one was it called, uh, the, one, the one about a couple of helicopter pilots, Chopper One or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Never heard of it. You never heard? I, I mean, look that up one. You know, as a kid, that's why I always wanted to fly helicopters, because that TV show. Let me see. TV show. TV show. I think it was, might have been just called Chopper. C-H-O-P-P-E-R. Um, 
No, not American Chopper. Don't want that. That was also dysfunctional. American Chopper. Chopper 1. There was one. Chopper 1, short-lived ABC drama adventure series in 1974. That's not it. Chopper TV series. I'll find it. Um, American Chopper, where to watch. Chopper 1, where to watch. 1974, 1974. Um, I'll find it. But it's, it's a TV show that was about a helicopter pilot. I think it was back in the 50s. And he was flying a... Bell 47, the old bubble choppers like they had in MASH. Um, American Chopper, Cousin Nick makes a grand entrance. Did you ever watch American... You're a motorcycle gal. Did you ever watch American Chopper? No, I did not. You know, what's interesting is there's all these guys now on YouTube who somehow or another have acquired one of those motorcycles, one of the choppers they built on American Chopper. Uh-huh. And they go through and talk about how they are such junk. You know, they are poorly made, have all sorts of problems. You know, uh, there's, there's, you know, because the whole show was about them building these custom choppers. And for a while, all the companies had to have. If you were Caterpillar, you, you commissioned, what was their name? Remember their names? I don't. The dude, the old man, who's probably, you know, who, uh, you know, all the tattoo. You know, I'm seriously thinking about taking advantage of that, of that. Tats for toys, or what is it? Toys for tats. Toys for tats. I... Yeah. The, so what he's talking about is the CCFR, the Central County Fire and Rescue um, Outreach Program, has put together a fundraiser called Toys for Tats. And what you do is <laughs> you donate a toy worth more than $50, and um, an unwrapped toy, new unwrapped toy, barely to $50. You do have to show them the receipt. You might have to give it to them. I'm not real sure. And um, I think it's with, I, I don't know the tattoo parlor right now, but um, this this tattoo experience, will they will, um, you can get a tattoo. And um, if you bring in this, you know, the, the, for the kids, uh, am I making myself clear? No, but <laughs> I can translate Shelly. <laughs> you do speak Shelly quite well, I have to uh, admit. You bring in, now here's what's interesting. Maybe we need to ask Jason on this, and I think I probably already know the answer. He says in the ad, you have to bring in the toy with a receipt that shows it's at least 50 bucks because I think there's probably people coming in like, oh, it's a Matchbox car. I paid $55 for it. Now I want that free tattoo. They're trying to, you know what I mean? They're trying to yeah. get by with donating. <laughs> people do not amaze me anymore. Well, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to get by yes, with, I do know with, what you're saying. with paying four bucks for exactly a toy what you're saying. and then saying it was a $50 toy and getting, wanting a tattoo out of it. So, yep. so I would never do that. I know. I would just stand in line at the store, and I'd wait till somebody dropped their their fifty dollar, uh, you know, receipt, and then I go buy a Matchbox. Oh, here's my here's my Matchbox. It cost me fifty two dollars. This is my receipt. Yeah, but on the receipt it says it's a different toy. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have got it mixed up. Right? No. That's exactly how I would do it. The show was called. Somebody just texted me. Surely was called. And I looked it up. Whirly Birds. It was it went it was on the air from 1957 to 1960. Um, till when? Uh, it debuted February 4th, 1957. It was on the air till January 18th, 
1960. Plot synopsis. I wasn't even born then. The program features the exploits of Chuck Martin, Kenneth Toby, and Pete P.T. Moore, Craig Hill, owners of a fictitious helicopter chartering company, Whirlybergs Inc., in the western United States. Martin and Moore sell their services to various clients at the fictional airport Longwood Field. The Whirlybird series was, like I Love Lucy and later Star Trek, a product of Desilu Studios. One particular episode of I Love Lucy, number 140, became pivotal to the Bell 47's public image as the definitive light helicopter 50s. In number 140, titled Bon Voyage, and first aired on CBS on January 6, 1956, Lucy Ricardo misses the sailing of her transatlantic ocean liner and commandeers a friendly pilot of a Bell 47G to fly her to the ship. Jack Albertson guest stars in his episode, Down She Goes on the Hoist, in a studio sequence carefully staged using a 47G cabin mock-up. Desilu Studios, intrigued by the Bell 47 and its manufacturers, began discussions with Bell Aircraft about how the entertainment potential of the Bell 47 might be further developed for a television audience. The result of this collaboration became the Whirlybirds. I remember that episode where... <laughs> Where, where Lucy, miss, I think you can find that on YouTube. She misses the boat, literally misses the boat, and she gets a hel- helicopter pilot to to fly her out there, and she climbs down a rope ladder onto the deck of the ship. She was such a a, a funny woman, wasn't she? Yeah, but in real life, you know, they said she was like not so funny. Is that interesting? People who are like very have one persona on TV. Like, for example, Guy Phillips, he's just got that friendly voice. He turns off the microphone, and then, you guys are jerks. I can't believe I work with so low-talent people in the studio. Seriously. Okay. You don't believe me? No. I worked with him. I know. What more can can be said, right? I work with you. Back Back in the day. God, you know... There's all sorts of things that have gone off in the history unreported. Nowadays, if something happens, there's 4,000 pictures of it, or, you know, and 300 videos. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, things just disappeared into, into history, never to be and seen again. And ether, which in history that we've all, um, as, you know, wiped clean. I'm sorry? A history that we've all wiped clean. Okay, I thought you said something else. Okay, we have to take a break. What did you think I said? Never mind. We have to take a break at 6.36. What did you think I said? It is BS.show, 6.41. It is uh, a Tuesday morning, uh, a week after the election, and still no results in some areas. Can you believe this? (laughs) It's just crazy. It's almost shameful, really. I mean, here, I'll look at my map again here. I got my thing here. I think there's still like they've got it down to there's only one Senate seat that's still open, and that's the one in uh, Georgia. That's the Warnock, um, what's his face, uh, you know, Herschel Walker seat. But the rest of them, I think there's still like 20 seats that are still not on the U.S. Congress that'll still not uh, figured out. Let me see here. Yes, uh, 13. We're down to 13. The Republicans now have 217. They need one more to take control of the, of the House. One more. And there's 13 still. And where are the states? Well, they are all they got everything taken care of in Arizona. Now they're in Colorado and California. Now, I have to tell you something, not to turn this into a political talk show, uh, but I'm going I'm to read you something, okay? I'm going to uh-huh. read you something that I thought to myself, I think I saved it. Did I save it? Yeah, okay. Now, 
Remember, we had this on the ballot. It was going to be on the ballot here in August, but I, something happened and it didn't make it or something like that. Okay, Alaska okay. and Maine have now gone to this ranked choice voting system. Okay, now I'm going to read you this and explain, and I want you to explain it back to me, okay? Okay. Democrat Representative Mary Pol- Poltola, uh, hold it, hold on. Uh, due to the state's newly implemented ranked choice voting systems, giving incumbent Democrat Representative Mary Poltola, P-E-L-T-O-L-A, an advantage against her Republican opponents, former Governor Sarah Palin and Nick Begich. Poltola led in the first round of the vote with Palin in second and Begich in third, but failed to secure 50%, meaning those who voted for the candidate with the least number of votes will have their second choice vote reallocated to the other candidates until one reaches 50%. The second round tabulation is scheduled to take place on Wednesday, November 23rd. Does that make any sense to you? No. <laughs> Once again, okay. Um, but failed to secure 50%, meaning those who voted for the candidate with the least number of votes will have their second choice vote reallocated to other candidates until one reaches 50%. The second round tabulation is scheduled to take place on Wednesday, November 23rd. I don't get it. I don't understand... I mean, to me, that's like, okay, let's, you know, so how about if Brad comes up with a new system called the unranked voting system, and that means the person with the least votes wins. People go, that's crazy. Well, as crazy as this? I mean, you know, once again, and and I think I told you this crazy thing that I heard this explained that you're supposed to, like, if there's four candidates on the ballot, you don't just vote for one of them, you rank the four of them one through four. So in other words, if candidate A you like a lot, that highly one, satisfied is yes, five. Yes, it's sort of like, but only, but barely only, satisfied. Right? It's is like it's zero. It's like taking the it's like taking the the customer surveys you get. Like were you, it is were, monkey you, survey. Were you totally sur- what, satisfied what with this? I don't this? understand. This is what I don't understand. Why we don't have this fixed? I where you know we we take you know shoot people to the space. We have babies Look, in test tubes, but we can't figure out a voting system. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And the, and the crazy thing about it is, what's interesting about it is, remember, they complained about, about you know, oh, this new, the Republicans has, have made the voting system in, in Georgia and Missouri, especially in Georgia. Remember the goofy thing? They took the, the all-star game away from Atlanta because of this because they said there was the voting system was being was being you know manipulated by the Republicans. Remember, they took the voting system from Atlanta, from from Georgia, and put it uh, not the I mean, the All Star Game and put it in 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 Denver. And it's interesting because <laughs> some of the guys you know who have more sense than you and I compared the Colorado voting system with the Georgia voting system, and they said that the Colorado voting system was more restrictive. But of course. People complained in Atlanta. You know, you can't get to the polls. You know, that's like, that's like if I said, "Hey, you just won the lottery," and you know, like I could call up somebody and I'd say, "Hey, you know, can you get out of your house to vote?" No, I can't get out of your house to vote. You know what? I I got this wrong. I was supposed to call and tell you not to ask you if you could get out of your house to vote, but I was wanted to know if you would want to come pick up your winnings. You won the Missouri lottery, and you have to get to Jefferson City within 24 hours to collect $10 million. 
they'd be there in three hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they can't get out of their house to vote, but boy, they could sure make it down to Jeff City to get their lottery ticket. Cash People in, right? do things that they want to do. They will make time I, for something I agree. they truly want to I do. I agree, and that's why I think it's sad that we have this system where where people, you know... I mean, there's no reason why this is not fixed, that this is not fine-tuned. You know, it's like the credit card readers. Why did they empty those, you know, launch those into the nation, probably the world, and not have some kind of conformity on how you sit there and turn it into credit? What do you mean? You're talking about in one of them, you put your card in this way, another one, you put your card in that way? No, I'm talking talking about? about, okay, if you want to make this credit, some people have you press oh, yes. yellow. Some you're, people have you right. press green. You're right. Some people have you press red. <laughs> right. Everybody's different. Well, no. Everyone. I, I was talking about absolutely different. I was and talking I just about think that. That's ridiculous. Well, I was talking about some of them. If you if you using like a stripe card, you have to put your stripe to the left. Other ones, you have to put your stripe to the right. You know what I'm saying? It's like stand up, sit down. Right. Fight, fight, fight. It's like okay, which one is it? And then like. Some of the ATMs, I don't know if you've seen this before, some of the ATMs you put you put your card in lengthwise, which is, I think, the most common thing, like at gas stations and things like that. But there's some ATMs, and I've even seen that on a gas pump or two, where you put your card in widthwise. Have you seen those? I don't know if I have. The car go, the I have car, to think about that. Instead of getting, probably instead of, by the time I figure it out, it'll be gone. You know, instead of it going in skinny side, going in first the 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 wide side goes in first you know what i mean huh. <laughs> yeah um i've i've never used one of those really no. seriously seriously i've seen them in quite a few places you know i mean you know and and what's interesting is we have this problem you know the chip cards were in europe like 10 years before we had them that does not surprise me <laughs> because you know I, there's some things i just i you know i shake my head I mean, we have all this, just like what you said. We went to the moon back in the 60s, okay? Why can't we figure out voting in a new century where we're in 2022, you know? And when you think about this, back in the day, I don't remember up until like the 2000 election with Bush and Gore, I don't remember any kind of problems like this. You know what I mean? Maybe yes. now, now, it could be, it could be the reason we're seeing it is because what's interesting is, remember, all the Republicans, oh, it's going to be a red wave. We're going to get 59 senators. We're going to get 4,000, you know, U.S. reps. Okay. And what happened is all these elections all over the country, with the exception of Florida, were like neck and neck. Still to this day, there's some of them that are like within, you know, single and double digits. There's a bunch of them that are in triple and, and, and four digits. In other words, the difference between one candidate and another candidate is like 230 votes. You know, some crazy number like that. You're going like, okay. And, you know, if they talk about every vote counts, it does. Uh, that kind of a thing. But, I, you know, and especially the thing that I think is sort of interesting is, you know, the matter of fact, it came out last night and they said that Carrie Lake, the gal that was the former TV news person in um, Phoenix who was, uh, was, was championed by Trump, and once again – I think she made a huge mistake about complaining about the voting system. But you know what the funny part of that is? Do you know what happened to her when she went to vote? What? She did the paper ballot where you fill in the little dots. Yeah. And then she went to put her voter, her, her you know, they scan your vote in through, they call the tabulator, you know what I'm talking about, the scan I thing. I do. It didn't work. <laughs> 
how did she know that she didn't get a green light? No, because the thing was broke. They told her it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, talking about, you know, talking about the person that you don't want to have their vote screwed up is someone uh-huh. who complains about the voting system being screwed up. She goes to vote and she can't get her vote tabulated because the tabulator's broke. It's like okay, maybe there's some truth in what she's saying. We didn't have one single problem. Well, but see, once again in Missouri, every, this was the first election. Don't want to beat a dead horse. We talked about this the other day. But this well, was then the, let's not talk about well, it anymore. This it's was the, it's uh, this, so no, 20... This was the first election where you had the, the, you had the mandatory uh, photo ID. Did you hear anybody complain about that? I mean, did you see anybody on Channel 2, 4, 5, 30? Did you see anything in the Post-Dispatch last week about Joe Smith went to the polling place to vote and was turned away? I didn't see one of those reports. There was nothing in the Post-Dispatch, nothing everywhere because of the fact it worked, you know? And make fun of of Missouri for the voting regulations. You know, they put them into effect. It was different. You had to have a photo ID. Apparently it worked. I'm going like, how tough is it to get a photo ID? Except for me. For me, it's tough to get a photo ID. That's because you act like a goofball. I still don't have my driver's license. Isn't that terrible? Well, I don't know why they went back to that. Where they sit there and they send you the driver's license in the mail. No, no. What what is that? I I can't get my driver's license back. I told you this story, didn't I? Uh -uh. (sighs) Uh-uh. I'll talk about it next hour. It's so frustrating. You know, when you deal with the government, it's so some I long story made short. So you're not driving on a driver's license? I don't have a physical driver's license anymore. I do not have one. No, listen to the police. Because they <laughs> refuse to let you make the face? No, it's a it's a long complicated story. Talk, I mean, talk to us, Brad. No, once again, nothing. We're just easy. here to listen. I to lost your friend. I lost. I had my little ridge wallet. This happened a month ago. Yes, I lost we my all ridge know about wallet. The wallet. I lost everything in it. I lost my credit cards, my debit cards, my concealed carry card. Everything's gone. Okay, so slowly but surely, I've been replacing the stuff. Got new debit cards at the bank. I still don't have new credit cards. Can you believe this? I, you know, talk about having go detox your credit cards. I don't have them. I don't use them. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have credit cards anymore. I, they're gone. And the crazy, did you close them? No. The crazy thing Good. about it is that wallet is somewhere at the office. Are somewhere in one of my cars because That's what I told because you. nothing has happened. None of my credit cards have been charged. Nothing. It's like it's like all of a sudden one day I died and everything just went to sleep. You know what I mean? All my credit and everything went to sleep with me. Just gone, gone, dead. You know. And what's crazy about it is I got most of the stuff replaced. I can't get my driver's license replaced because I'll tell you next hour. Oh. No, it's Thank it's you, Channel no, 4. it's just nutty stuff. I don't get it. I don't understand. You know, once again, like what you said, we try to make things. Computers make things easy. You can grab your phone right now, and in 20 minutes, you know, the DoorDash guy can show up at your door with all sorts of stuff, right? Or like Shelly uses it in in you know in in you know later this morning, the Instacart dude will show up and she'll have all her shopping done at Schnooks, right? 
Uh-huh. Okay, we can do all these things. We can buy plane tickets on our phone. Yes, exactly. We, we can That's do exact- we can that do we can, we can do all sorts of crazy stuff, but <laughs> I can't get another driver's license. It's like, okay, you know, uh, you and just don't want to stand in line. No, that's big not, baby. I got refused. Matter of fact, I told the story. I, t- I tell it next hour. I told the story how the guy told me I'm at the driver's license bureau. Ugh, I don't want to go into it. I get upset this hour. You know, after seven o'clock, my blood pressure goes down, so I can tell the story after seven o'clock. <laughs> Okay, well, let's take a break. <laughs> right now, we're early. Oh. You know what? Here, let's see. Let me look at where we're at. We're, I see we're at the top of the hours right there. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> this is the top of the hour break. Let's take. We'll, we'll do it. We'll take it early, okay? And uh, that way, we'll hit the hit the 7 o'clock hour a little early, okay? Okay. Oh, hold on. I just screwed up. Hold on a minute. No. Uh, yes. Not. I hit the wrong button, and there comes Halsey, and I can't get her to stop. Hold on a minute. Halsey, just a second, honey. By the way, that's a great video if you haven't seen that video before. It's to the point where, once again, which video was I supposed to watch? Which one? I don't know. Which one did I tell you yesterday? I can't I don't remember. Know. I can't remember what video. I, did I, you watch that video, Shelly? I, I no, tell you, watch it. These, you never watch any of these videos. They're only three or four minutes long. Okay, here we go. It's 6.56. Shelly, take it. Take it, Shelly. Take it away, Joe. Take it. Okay. So you're listening to BS.show. I am Shelly. Well, I am Shelly, but sometimes I'm Brad. And he's always Brad, but sometimes he's Shelly. And together we have a show that it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's nothing but BS. That's, That's what it okay. is. Nothing but BS. I'm sorry. I had to finish my piece of pizza. That's okay. Ah, you know what? Bon appetit, brother. Did you go outside and have it al fresca? No. Why? Why is it al frosty? Why is it that al frosty? That, yeah. that to me pizza tastes better when it's been put in the refrigerator for a couple of days and then zapped. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Because all the ingredients have a time to meld together. Is that what it is? I don't know. I've told you. You know what? What? I, I, I... I should go back on one of my diets again. I did the fast food diet. I did the, the uh, uh, kids' menu challenge diet. Yep. You know what? what? How about the Domino's diet where I eat nothing but Domino's pizza for a month? What do you think? Like a piece a, piece a day well, or I, a piece three times a day? No, I could eat two pieces a day. I have to eat more than that. I think each piece, like the one I, I think according to the Domino's website, it says like I think 250 calories. So I'd have to eat... One for breakfast, two for lunch, one for dinner. Four four pieces a day. A half a pizza every so, day. Yeah, I was going to say, so that's like a whole pizza every two days. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you I'd lose weight like that. You probably would. You know, God, don't go there. Okay. I might have to try that. <laughs> Back referencing last hour, I lost my wallet a couple months ago. I go to the driver's license bureau. I, and what's crazy about this is last year in April... Of last year, April, I got my coveted, uh, what do you call it? What's the deal? One ID. What do they call it? The real ID. I got the coveted real ID. Not the unofficial ID. Right. The unreal ID. Right. The real real ID, ID, which will allow me to go to Air Force bases and places like that and get on planes. Although they keep, hold on a minute. 
they keep pushing that that backward. I think now uh, you have to have the real ID by May of next year. I believe that's the new date. The smartest woman in the world knows that kind of stuff. She'll probably text me and go, no, you're wrong again. I'm always wrong. Okay, anyway, so I got my real ID last year, okay? Okay. I had to get, you had to get all this paperwork, okay? I got all my paperwork together. I went to the driver's license bureau and got my real, hold on a minute, she's texting me. Am I right for a change? Oh, she's, I'm correct. May of 2023, okay? They've extended Missouri. You can get on a plane with a non-real ID up until May of next year, okay? So you I know, go, that woman is like the oracle. She knows everything. So I go. She does. I go to the driver's license bureau, and I got everything. And I go through like snap, 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 snap. Get my picture taken. Life's good, okay? Two months ago, I lose my wallet. I go back to the driver's license bureau, and I'm sitting there, and I said to the guy, I lost my driver's license. And he says, and he looks it up. He says, you have a real ID. And I go, yes. He says, I have to see all, all your documents again. I go, what? I said, I showed them to you before. Here's the crazy thing. They scanned them in on his computer screen. He's looking at all my documents. In other words, they're in the computer system. He's looking at all my documents that I presented to them the year before to get my real ID. But yet, guess what? He can't give me a real ID because... I don't have the actual documents. They're in the computer, but that doesn't count. I'm going like, what? <laughs> Plus, you don't have a picture ID. I didn't. Well, you know, and he's looking at my picture the whole bit. I mean, I and I even with the face. He turned the screen around and he showed me. Oh, here's your, here's your, here's your insurance card. You have all these crazy stuff you have to have. Here's the social security card. Blah 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 blah. Now you're saying, okay, why don't I just go back to the driver's license bureau with all those documents? I lost them. I have no idea what I did with them. I literally went to the driver's license bureau, got my driver's, got my real ID last year, and took the entire folder that had all my stuff in it, my voter ID, my registration card, my, my insurance card, this card, that card, my social security card. I lost the whole folder. So that's why I can't get it. So the guy says to me, he says. It's probably sitting next to your wallet. Yeah, wherever that is. He says, I can issue you a regular driver's license, but that's only good until next year. And I go, and because that was the whole thing with the real ID. I go, so in other words, you've got all my documentation in the computer. You're sitting there looking at it, and you can't give me a replacement. Nope. He says, the rule is you have to show us all the documents. You have to show us the actual physical documents again. Okay. So I said, just give me a non-driver's license. So that's what I have. I have a non-driver's license. But the crazy thing is, it had my driver's license number on it. Now, thankfully, I haven't, haven't, I haven't driven my car with license plates on it that are in the computer system as wanted for murder, which the woman that has the license number, which supposedly is hers, but it's actually mine. That's, that's how I got two felony stops because it shows... I'm a 22-year-old black female wanted for murder. <laughs> That's what comes up on my license plate. I don't have that. I'm not driving that car right now. So if I were, I'm thinking to myself, I think I need a driver's license because of the fact that when you get pulled over. But the goofy thing about it is with a non-driver's license, it has my driver's license number. So all I have to do is the cops pull me over. Sir, this is a non-driver's license. I know. But if you take that number and you punch it in your computer, my, it'll show that I have a regular driver's license. Sure, but you have to be able to show it to us. I'm sorry. <laughs> so luckily I haven't been pulled over. I'm not like Shelly, 
who's driving like you know what stop putting that kind of stuff into the universe brad all i can tell you is that Uh a good friend of mine lives in utah and i told him who you were and he goes oh we haven't seen her at the bonneville salt flats recently what's going on with her now see you didn't know what that meant until we discussed that last week yes i know Shelly has three records at the Bonneville Salt Flats. Fastest record, uh, fastest ever driven in a Lincoln. (laughs) Should I keep going or should I stop? You should probably stop. (laughs) By the way, the smartest woman in the world also sent me a thing. You know, you can't have anything anymore to be fun. If you know what the Bonneville Salt, Salt Flats are, they're the leftover from a lake. And it's like like 15 miles long. And it's made out of like 90% salt. And it's very smooth and it's flat as a board. So if, you are, if you're a car guy, you know this, or car guy, car gal, that's where they do all the land speed records. It's done it for decades because it takes when some of these, you know, vehicles that have the land speed record, you just don't, you know, it's not like a drag stripper. They go for like zero to 150, like in a quarter mile. It takes like three or four miles for these things to get up to speed because the way they're geared and the engines and stuff like that. So it's this great big long bed of salt that was left over from a lake that disappeared. And I think it still talks about that sometime of the year that the water comes back like a couple inches deep and then it recedes and it's back to the salt flats. Okay, so the smartest woman in the world sends me an article about that that guess what they don't want to have happen on the Bonneville salt flats anymore. They don't want to have any vehicles out there because you know why? The Bonneville salt flats are an endangered place. <laughs> They're getting too thin. Uncle Link, okay. Can we have anything that the environmentalists aren't complaining about? You know what I mean? Is there no, any is there not. is there anything left in our country that oh 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 don't go walk in the woods. You're tromping on the, the Studebaker berries, which are very rare. Okay, I don't even know what a Studebaker berry is. Well, they're very rare. And when you go walking through the woods, I don't care if it is bush wildlife, you're stomping out the Studebaker berries. Okay, I think you're pulling my legs. Studebakers is a car. They don't make anymore. Oh, no, no, no. The Studebaker berries are very rare. Okay, fine, whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You can't do anything anymore without somebody saying, you know, it's just like me. It's like being a kid. Well, it's me and the crap transmitter site, okay? We had no, this. It's it's like me. It's like being a kid. I mean, uh, your people mom and... that I could have given birth to are schooling me now. Well, but no, hold on. Your mom and dad saying you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Don't, don't you know? Hey, Shelly, don't stick your finger in the light socket. Hey, Shelly, see that pan on the on the well, on the. Well, that on did the... happen. Actually. <laughs> see that pan on the stove? Don't touch it. It's hot. See what's interesting is, I, I heard this again the other day. I know you're. I know this is gonna sound. You're gonna. You'll roll your eyes when I say this. Probably. I read this article that talked about how society and specifically the educational system is killing men. Are we gonna <laughs> talk about the demasculinity? <laughs> no, no. Demasculinity of men. This was not demasculating it. It was essentially talking about how little boys, especially, are bouncing off the walls, and little girls typically aren't. So little boys are told, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And it's stifling their creativity. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
That's why we don't have any creative stuff anymore. That's why the movie studios have to reboot Spider-Man every six months. And, <laughs> and, and every every stupid movie that comes out now is a superhero movie. It's Marvel. Oh, it's DC shoot. Comics. It's you know it's it's Spider-Man forty two. It's Batman. You know Batman revisited for the tenth time. It's like, <laughs> can anybody come Are up? Are they as dark as they were getting with the? Uh... See. What's With the previous? What's interesting is if you go back and watch the original Batman TV show, it uh-huh. was it was campy and it was fun. Okay, it was the new right. ones it, aren't. It was they're like you know like you got the Joker who's chopping people's heads off and you know and 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 killing people and 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 disemboweling people and like okay whatever. Can we go back to the old Joker where you know it's like or like the Penguin? <laughs> what was it? Burgess when the Meredith. Joker actually looked like a some kind of. <laughs> Oh. Fictional character, right, right. I mean, and not some deranged psychopath. Yeah, exactly. It's gotten to the point. It's like, okay, I'm so sick and tired of this. You know, it's interesting because every once in a while, it hasn't happened. Maybe it hasn't happened in a while. Every once in a while, a movie comes along that's just totally off the beaten track, and it becomes a hit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, I do. You know, like, like I remember the movie that w- when it first came out, I think to myself. Why would I want to go see Slumdog Millionaires? You know what I mean? I mean, did you ever seen that movie before? I have not. Oh, my God. What a great movie. You know, made in India and part of the Bollywood. I I, mean, I remember that. Oh, my God. I, I've never watched it, it's, but I do remember that. It's an incredible movie. And, and, and once again, it's to the point where, like, I've never seen anything like this before. It's, like, totally different. It becomes a huge hit, you know? I mean, and and once again, it's not Batman 46. It's something (laughs) brand spanking new. You know, and then like the thing, that guy, what's his name? Something on the street, Birdie on the street or something like that. I don't know. He's still complaining. I read an article the other day. He's still complaining about his gay movie, which nobody went to see. Well, people are just, they just don't like gay people. No, maybe your movie stunk. You know what I mean? What's, you know what I'm talking about? I don't. It's this movie called Bros, and it's like it's like supposedly the first gay romantic comedy that was produced by by a major studio. And it was like, is it called like Bros and Hoes? No, it's just called Bros. Oh, okay. uh, Bros movie twenty twenty two. Here we go. Like it. Um, it got an eighty eight percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, a ninety percent Fandango, but nobody went and saw it. Um, let me see this. What the guy's name is. Billy Eichner, Billy on the street. You know what Billy Eichner is? Billy Eichner is this guy. He made his he made his fortune by by I think he just went on the street and just interviewed people. You know what I mean? Here, let me find if I can find it on Wikipedia. That was his deal. He walk up to Pete and, he, and people in New York and he called Billy on the street. Uh, Wikipedia, uh, B- Billy on. Yeah, Billy on the Street American, oh, is, is American comedy game show hosted by comedian actor Billy Eichner. During each episode, Eichner goes out in the streets of New York and asks pedestrians questions about pop culture. Episodes often include guest stars, usually fellow actors or comedians. Recurring games include For a Dollar, Quiz in the Face. Eichner is also executive producer and creator of the series. It started in, um, <clears throat> where it started? 2011. So it's been around for over 10 years. Okay, this guy... <clears throat> Came out. I remember before the movie was released, talking about like, oh my God, it's the first gay comedy movie and it's great and it's wonderful and everybody's going to love it. Everybody's going to go to the theaters. And then after the first weekend, it got like nobody went to see it. And this guy's all over the 
TV and all over social media. People are, they're, they're, they're biased. They're, they're discriminatory because they didn't go see my gay movie. Well, maybe we didn't want to go see your gay movie. Maybe that's not the, you know, like for me, you know, I'm not a gay movie kind of guy. I'm not like that kind of a movie guy. Shelly always calls me a You're rom- a rom I am not a rom-com guy. guy to guy. My movie, can, can I tell you a story? This is bizarre. And I thought about this the other day, okay? We used to have, at the old KSLQ, we used to have movie premieres where we would have special deals with the movie studios where we would get an entire movie, and it was usually on Thursdays, We'd get, we'd get a special showing of a movie, and we gave away tickets to that. And, and typically, the movies were dogs. I mean, most of them were like terrible movies, okay? Um, and, you know, it was, it was the running joke of the station was hardly you, because it was to the point where they wanted at least one of the DJs to be there. And nobody wanted to go because all these movies were like stinkers, you know? So. The one time the boss asked me if I would go, you know, it was like the running joke. Okay, you know, Johnny, will you go to the movie tonight? And you had what you had to do was, you, you know, before the movie played, hey, hi, hi, I'm Brad Hildebrand. Thanks for showing, coming tonight, and thanks for listening to 98.1 KSOQ, blah, 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 blah. Here's the movie. That was what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to sit down in the, in the front seat and act like you're enjoying the movie, okay? So the one movie... My boss asked me to do, and he's begging me. He says, nobody will go. I want you to go see this movie. It's supposedly a real good movie. I said, they all suck. You know they suck. They're all terrible movies. I didn't go to the movie. You know what the movie was? No. Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Raiders of the Lost Ark. And the next morning, one of the sales managers, who I hope is still alive, wonderful guy, and unfortunately got thrust into the 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 the, the news spotlight, the national news spotlight, Pete Busalaki. Do you know do you know does that name ring a bell? It doesn't. I'll explain why it should ring a bell. Pete Busilaki, I run into him in the hall and he says to me, Hey Brad, you missed it last night. I go, That stupid Raiders of the Lost Ark movie? He looks at me and he smiles, he says it's the best movie I've ever seen. I go, no, come on, Pete, for real. And he goes, no, it's the best movie I've ever seen. I go, come on, don't do that to me. He goes, Brad, I'm not kidding you. It was the best movie I've ever seen. And I'm going like, did I blow it or what? I did. We had we had the, the close screening of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think it was like one of the Ronnies. The, you know, they once again we had the whole theater and we invited. You know, people called up. Hey, you want to go see the this new? You know, it's a screening and you know and, and only you know and it's free. You know, only KSLQ listeners can go to the screening. So when it finally came out, I went to the movie and I thought to myself, "Damn, I blew it," because <laughs> it was. It was like up to that point, it was probably my favorite movie of all time, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What a great movie that was, you know. And once again, it was. And what happened was, it was interesting because. It started a complete new genre. You know, because remember, there were a bunch of movies that came out. Like, remember Romancing the Stone? Remember that one? I do. Okay, that was like a copy of... And there was all these... See, once again, this is the problem. People come out with, you know... 
somebody is like going against the grain. Somebody's you know fighting the headwind. Somebody's driving on a highway like Shelly going 120 miles an hour, and nobody I don't else drive 120 <laughs> miles, no, Brad. Excuse me, 110, and nobody and nobody looks at. And, but but then somebody comes along and breaks the mold. It's like it's sort of like the deal. Like, like Brad. No, no, no. Brad no. breaks the mold no. every day. Well, and I get my butt kicked and my teeth kicked in on a regular basis. But okay, like and I'm getting the latest example. You know who? You know who the example is going to be? And I'm going to give an example, and people are going to groan. They're going to go, oh, my God, here he goes. What? Donald Trump. Donald Trump came along and changed politics. Donald, because the way politics was, for a long time, was like baseball. In order for you to get into into politics, you had to go, you had to pay your dues. You first had to run for city council person or dog dog catcher. And then after you successfully ran for city council person, you ran for for the mayor. And then after you became the mayor, you ran for a state rep. And then after you became a state rep, you ran for state senate. And then after you ran for state senate, you ran for lieutenant governor. And then you run for governor. And then when you're governor, you run for, you know, for the senate. And then you run for president, okay? Donald Trump didn't do that. And it's like baseball. You know, if you go into baseball, you know, if you're like some hot shot kid and who was a senior in high school, you know, you may end up in rookie ball and you spend like a season in rookie ball. Then you move up to class A, then you move to class double A, and then you move to class triple A. And then maybe if you're lucky, you end up in the bigs. You end up like on one major league big, big teams. The reason they hate Donald Trump is he didn't play the game. He didn't play the game like everybody else did. He didn't follow the rules. He didn't run for city council person and mayor and dog catcher and stuff like that. All of a sudden, one day, never having run for anything in his life, he becomes the president of the United States. And they hated him for that because they all had to pay their dues. Go and look. You look at practically every single person in the Congress and the Senate. They started out as city council person, mayor. Look at, like, in our situation, people that we know, like, for example, what's a guy's name? Uh, Schroyer, what's his name? Nick Schroyer. You know, he was he was like the O'Fallon dog catcher, and then and then he was the then he was like the the representative where he didn't live, and then he became now he's a senator. You know, like 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 your buddy Bill Eigel, who by the way I saw Bill the Bill Eigel the other day. He says, "How's Shelly doing?" I go, "She's doing just fine." Uh, <laughs> I said, "I'll tell her tell her you said hi." He says, "Yeah, I miss her." Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's just how that went down. <laughs> Bill Eigel now wants to be the governor. Did you know that? Did not know that, but it does not surprise me. Now I know who you're going to vote for in 2024. You're going to vote for Bill Eigel. His right? opponent. <laughs> Should we tell the Bill Eigel story? There's there's the story of me getting kicked out of his no, out no, of his fundraiser. No, no, no. Which, you know, to this day, if I text him, he will not respond. He hasn't responded to me. The only time he's talked to me in like over a year is when I when I met him at the Tracy Ellis thing. When Tracy Ellis had her big party, her big coming out party with her radio station. There was there was Bill Eigel. Hey Bill, how you doing? Hi, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> this show is there. Did, did you go to uh, her coming out party? Yeah, I did. And How come she... I wasn't invited? <laughs> Think about we it for a minute. We were always so close. <laughs> Hold it. Uh, bros, um, 
I only pay what city we're born in St. Louis or more specific. I was born in St. Louis. I was born in Barnes Hospital in St. Louis. I don't know why she's asking me that. Um, what were you asking again now? What? Why would you invite to Tracy's party? I mean, she introduced me yeah. at her party when she when she did her whole monologue. She introduced me as the person who gave her her start. And then she turns around. And then she turns around and has her attorney send me a cease and desist letter. How's that for doing a 180? That is a true statement. <laughs> I lived through that. I've been in the business 49 years, and I've never gotten a cease. Uh, I was 48 at the time. 48 years, and I never got a cease and desist letter. Uh, you know, I, I'm in the big time. Like Howard Stern used to get like 10 of them a week. You know, Howard Stern, you've you've said bad things about our product, and we're going to issue a cease and desist letter to never talk about our product again. He gets like 10, back in the day when he was on regular radio, he gets like 10 of those a day. You know, you know, like the attorneys, there are attorneys in New York who are driving around Ferraris that were paid for by the fees they got from suing Howard Stern. You know what I mean? You missed it, though. It was a fun time. I did. <laughs> did you meet Howard Stern? No, no, not at Tracy's deal. I met I met all sorts of interesting people there. I mean, her her cast of characters. <laughs> And, you thought I would make a scene. And didn't you know, you? you know what the crazy part of it is? When she was still talking to me, she said, Who would you put on my afternoon drive show? And you know who I told her? Who? Brian Nieves. And she goes, Who's that? I go, You don't know who Brian Nieves is? She goes, Never heard of him. What what's his deal? An interesting guy, ten years in the Navy, you know, interesting character. I had him on my show for years and mornings. I mean, best ratings I've ever had are the old the old the mouth. You know, I mean he's a real S disturber, you know, but man, I tell you what, he's good at what he does. He's an excellent orator. I never heard of him. Six months later, guess who's doing afternoons on Tracy Station? Brian Nieves. Well <laughs> And you know why that was? He called her up one day. And said, Tracy, I like your new station. I should be on your... Who is this? My name is Brian Epps. I never heard of you. <laughs> mm, I don't... I, mm, mm, mm. Oh, it's 7.27. Really? Yes. Is that Bill Eigel time? 7.27. Bite me, Brad. It is BS.show. And that is, as Shelly knows well, uh-huh. that is Mick Jagger... Along with Britney Spears. Right, Shelly? No. <laughs> Every time I play that, Shelly says, who is that? I go, that's Elton John and Britney Spears. And she says to me just a couple minutes ago, is that Sir Elton John? I go, no, no, it's Mick Jagger. Oh, okay. I did not say that. Can, can I tell you something? Please. There are times in my life where it pays to be a guy who collects junk. And, and there are times in my life when it pays to look at something I had once upon a time and I got rid of and I don't have it anymore. Once upon a time, there was this company called United, U-R-E-I, URI, and they made audio processors. When I first got in the radio business, the old KSOQ had LA3A URI compressors on the air channel, on the air chains. In other words, what came out of the studio went through these this piece of equipment went to the transmitter, okay? We had in the rack, that was an LA-3A, we had an LA-2, and I used to have an LA-2 that at the time, this is probably 30 years ago, nobody wanted it. 
and I think I sold it to somebody for like $300, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm looking on eBay, and there is an LA-2A Yuri tube compressor, exactly like I had. Price, $17,500. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I sold mine years ago for like 300 bucks. Here's another one for $12,499. Here's another one for $14,999. What's interesting is these things have what they call, this is like Nerdville stuff, a warm sound to them. What's interesting is, you know, back in the day, everything was tubes. You know, if you remember in the back in the day, you turn on your TV set and it'd be like 10 seconds before the, the picture would come on because the tubes had to warm up. Remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> now everything, you turn it on. So then we go to, we figure out these little things called transistors, which were part of the space program. And then you got, you got even further, you got integrated no circuits. No wordplay on trans. Right. You got inter- integrated circuits and then you got what they call VLSI and then you have now microchips and all sorts of crazy stuff. Now you have complete, you know, complete pieces of equipment that are on one chip okay so what's happened in music everybody's going back to tube stuff (laughs) everybody wants the old stuff they want the equipment that frank sinatra recorded on if you and this is bizarre every once in a while you'll see this come up in one of the one of the the message boards or something like that oh my god i found you know an xyz 122 that was in the studio that frank sinatra recorded my way and i don't care if it's like a doorstop it's now worth $100,000 because oh yeah everybody Easy. everybody wants that but mm-hmm. what's crazy about it is you all this old equipment that people threw out because it was tube is now like once again this this unit right here i bet you any money this LA2A when it was new it probably cost 300 bucks probably $300 new it's now once again there's three of them on eBay 17,500 14,999 12,499 and it's old tube stuff. And it's because tube equipment has a different sound than solid state equipment. It has That is a true statement. It has what they call a warm sound to it. Yep. And now what you get is there's these companies that if you're into like recording studio stuff like Pro Tools and stuff like that, you can buy the plugins that emulate these old pieces of equipment. And I was watching this video yesterday. You know, I, I you know, me, I, I'm ADD, and I watched this three-minute video. It was pretty interesting. It was this guy who's a songwriter in Nashville, and he talks about making demos. And he was showing how he makes demos. And, he, and once again, back in the day, he showed his old demo studio, and it's got equipment. It's got a big old monster console, big board, you know, racks of equipment, stuff like that. You know what he does? You know how he does it right now? How? He's got a, a Mac Airbook. <laughs> That's all he has. He has a Mac Airbook that he's running some software program. It's called Luna, which is a proprietary software program from this company called Universal Audio. Uh, anyway, he has this 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 Mac Airbook. He has a microphone preamp, a set of headphones, and a microphone. That's his studio now. It went from having a room full of equipment that cost you know probably three four five hundred thousand dollars now he's got what's well, a mac airbook cost a couple thousand dollars you know i mean if you get like all the bells and whistles of three thousand dollars something like that he's got a microphone the microphone is a nice microphone it was like a neumann which was probably a couple two three thousand bucks and he's got a preamp thousand bucks he's got eh, eight thousand dollars tied up whereas before he had probably eight hundred thousand dollars don't you find that amazing i do i mean it's it's to the point where like 
I have people all the time. It happened to me last week. Hey, I'd like to get in the voiceover business. What's it going to cost you? About 30 bucks. What do you mean 30 bucks? I go, first off, you download the software off the internet called Audacity. You know about it. We use it. It's free. You down, it's a free download. It's 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 open source. You download and it's Aud- very complex. Yeah. Well, you download Audacity or download Audacity. You go to to uh, now you can go to uh, Guitar Center and buy a really good condenser mic for like 40, 50 bucks. You buy a little little interface. That turns are, are now what everybody's using these the, the USB microphones where you literally buy the microphone and you plug a USB cable into it you plug it into your into your laptop bang you're in business you're a voiceover person and what do I tell people how do I tell them where do I tell them to record you know the drill what do I tell them two places you record your closet or your car exactly people go what I go do you have a walk-in closet at home yeah got lots of clothing yeah that's where you record. Why? Because yep. it's dead. There's no reverberation in it because nope. the the clothes, you know, unless you got a lot of dead space, unless you're like me where you only have, you know, two sets of clothes, you know, I you know, I can't fill a walk-in closet. Shelly probably has how many walk-in closets do you have of clothes? I have two walk-in closets and one room. <laughs> of clothes? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm just laughing. Judgy. Okay, so Judgy so judge. so I tell people, <laughs> say go in. And matter of fact, the ad that it just got replaced. It was on the air, and you even asked me about it. The ad for West Community Credit Union. There were like ten people in that ad, and Stephanie, who is the one who you know produced that ad, she she sent me the script and she said, here's what we need to do. We need to record all these people. She says, how are we going to do it? I go, just go in their car and have them record, have them pull up the the video recorder in there, in on their phone and just sit in their car and record it. And even she said, huh? And I said, I said, is that's what you do? And she says, sit in their car, use the video recorder. I go, yeah, because two things: a, most cars have a pretty good acoustic. Uh, environment because of the fact that a there are no parallel surfaces that's what you get in trouble with you know reverberation off walls if parallel surfaces the sound bound uh, sound uh, you know goes back and forth aka a high school gym if you go into a high school gym and you say hello it goes hello 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 because the sounds bouncing back and forth off the walls okay and it has parallel surfaces. So in other words, in your car, you don't have any parallel... Along par- with the children. Right. <laughs> you don't have... And their hair blows when you yell. Uh, you don't have any parallel surfaces, <laughs> and everything in the car is soft, for the most part, and sound absorbent. You know, your 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 seats are, you know, usually, you know, if they're cloth, even better. Leather, a little bit more reflective, but cloth, very absorbent of sound. You got carpet, unless you got a cheap car like me, which still got, you know, got, you know, plastic floor mat, or, you know, like rubber floor mats in it. But... That's and she says, well, why would you record on 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 the on the the uh, the, the video app? I go because of the fact that everybody's got one. Everybody's got a camera app right now, you know. And there used to be this thing. It still is. It's called Twisted Wave. I think you. I think I had you download it. And it's like this cute little. You can get the free version of it. It's a really cool digital recorder. It's a little bit complicated. And after you record, you got to figure out how to save the file and how to bring it up with your phone. If you got if you record the video. And all you do is you just, I just strip the audio off. And she goes, and she goes well, what do you do? I go, I have them point the camera. I don't care where they point the camera. They can look at it. Just take the phone, figure out where the microphone is on the, on the phone, you know, be about six to 12 inches away from the phone and just talk and just run the video. And then when you're done, because how easy is it for most people to send a video? 
You record a video. You can send it as attachment, as email. Super simple to, you know, send it as a, as a text. Bang, bang, done, you know? That entire commercial, every voice in that commercial was recorded in their cars. The people on that West Community Credit Union sat in their cars, recorded that commercial. I got it. I stripped the audio off, tweaked a couple of them. Some of them were just perfect right out of the, right off, off the video audio. You know, stripped the audio off of it. Bang, way it went. And you even said to me, did you record those people? Well, nope, they recorded in their car. Remember you asked me about that? I do. I, I really like that commercial. Well, it just it just expired. It's not on anymore, but we have a new one. So anyway, so that's the deal. So technology, once again, you go back 40 years and record a broadcast quality commercial would have cost you, I mean, the equipment needed would have cost you at least thirty to $50,000 conservatively. I that mean, does not surprise To me. do it well. I mean, not do it half, half butt, you know, like 40, 50 years ago. Half you know, butt? Yeah, half butt. You know what that means, don't you? <laughs> I don't know if I do. Half butt? Half butt? Yeah. If you have, okay. if you have half of a donkey, what is that? Um, half ass. Half a donkey? No, it's half ass. You don't get it? Yes, I got if you it. Cut Thank a, you for if you that. cut I'm a donkey, if you cut a donkey in half, you got the front part and the back part. And if you yep. take if you take one, you've got half of the ass, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> is this too Oh, co- you're so clever. <laughs> is this too complicated a for you? Comedian and a DJ. Who by the knew? way, by the way, the smartest man in the world, Mike Otten, <laughs> he's always got good quotes. He says he just got done cleaning two inches of global warming off of his car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, but but see where he screwed he up. So funny. where he screwed up, it's not like, not funny, peculiar, but well, sometimes funny, but peculiar, but funny, haha. He's it's, hilarious. It's not global warming anymore. It's global climate change. Oh my God! If you if you've listened not to according this, according to what is that little Greta Stern? Oh, Greta, what? Here, I haven't played her a while. Let me see if I can find her real quick. You haven't. You've stolen her dreams. Yes, where is it? With your empty words. You remember that. How can you forget that? (laughs) Somebody the other day, uh, here, hold it. Here, what is this? What's this one? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Every time a mosquito bites you, it's a new chip. It's being planted in your bloodstream. Do you uh-huh. know about that one? That is true. Um, here, it hold, is, kind of. Is it this one? No, it's not no, that one. No, that's it, Sir Smashington. Is it this one? No, it's not that one. Uh, is it this one? Hold on. Do <laughs> you know about that one? <laughs> That wasn't her. How about this one? Yeah, amen. Okay, why don't you have these categorized and cataloged? I worked on that, but then I stopped. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find it. I got to get my... Shaking I, my head, I've man. got 11 pages of these now, and, and like half of them are you. Here, like, like you. Well, you need to thin those out. Thank you, Brad. I really did.
Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, oh, no. are we supposed no. to be on break? No, here's the best one. <laughs> Listen to this one. This is the best one. No, hold on a minute. Phil McCracken, Suk Mahidik, Ophelia McHawk, Eileen Dover, Don Kiddick, Wayne Kerr, Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> you know what that was? <laughs> You're such a child. No, you know what that was? <laughs> it was some... Uh... <laughs> Some some anchor person got um No, no. This punked, was right. This was at hold on one more time. I'll play one more time. <laughs> hold on. I forgot about this one. Phil McCracken, <laughs> Suk Mahidik, Ophelia McHawk, Eileen Dover, Don Kiddick, Wayne Kerr, Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> You know I can see. I can see you. She farted. <laughs> Do you know where that's from? That what? Was, that was some city in some school district in Virginia, where where they had this when all the people were complaining about the school boards, and a bunch of people showed up at the school board, and you had to put your name on the list to be a speaker so people were putting all these bogus names on the list and the guy read them all <laughs> so in other words this was the order of the speakers in other words you put your name on the list and then at the night of the school board meeting they gave they gave the they say okay tonight speakers are and the guy read the list and it was like two-thirds of the names that were bogus you know like <laughs> you're the Phil you're McCracken. the man that um Suk Mahidik. Ophelia McHawk. Okay, we get it, Brad. Eileen Dover. <laughs> Seriously? Don Kiddick, it's Wayne Kerr. It's like Aaron Sorkin. Oh my! And, and, I just and, and, you know, wow. You know who Aaron Sorkin is, don't you? Aaron Sorkin's the guy who did, you know, a bunch of the TV shows. He's the guy that prolific producer, writer, whatever the heck he is. I think he what did the West Wing and things like that. He has, you know, he has a, a style he does, a very fast paced. I think he did Newsroom with what's his name, Jeff Daniels and things like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, <laughs> but I don't know the person you're talking about. <laughs> and then this is my all time favorite. Shelly hates when I play this. Don't say anything. Just be quiet, okay? Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and Hugh Janus, turning mm. 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's Henry DiCarlo, who's the morning the morning weatherman at KTLA in Los Angeles. And, and he was doing birthdays. And it was funny. He just read it. And if you watch the video, it's so funny because the anchor starts to crack up. The dude, the dude and the dudette who are the co-anchors, he starts to crack up. And she's going like, what? What? What are you talking about? What are you laughing about? And then and then Henry, Henry DiCarlo gets it. He goes, they're all just like cracking up. You know, somebody sent him a bogus name. <laughs> Man child, Brad. Oh. You know what? You're like such a child today. What's up? Oh, I'm trying. You know, after 87 years, I'm trying to relive, relive my youth again. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I, I dude, it's a struggle. The struggle is real. I know it's exactly just like, what you mean. It's just like I know this is sad because 
you know, the plane crashed. But remember the classic one where some, some guy who was an intern at the Department of Transportation in D.C. sent out a list of the pilots for the Korean Airlines plane that crashed in San Francisco. Remember that? And it was like, we too low, you know. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. And Bing Dung Ow. And, <laughs> and they read them once again. It was a press release issued by the Department of Transportation by some intern. By the way, you know what I heard the other day? I heard that on one of the, I think it was one of the Odyssey stations, one of the jocks was talking about they're not allowed to have interns anymore. I don't know. What if that's due to Bill Clinton? I don't know. That's what they said. They're, the company will not allow interns into the radio stations anymore, which I thought to myself, that's sad. Well, then I'd never be able to walk <laughs> inside the door. That's how I got my start. Start, You know, I, I work for free for six months in the radio business. And, and 49 years later, I'm still working for free. It's 7.52. Is this mic on? Is this you mic on? to butt sniffing with dogs? Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Taking my cat to go get an enema. I'm excited. <laughs> Tiffany will always said that she appreciated that about you. About what? That I'm taking her cat to get an enema? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, can't. That's her drop. I can't find the, the Greta's. She's peace, love, and light. And you're like, yeah, I got to go get my to the vet to have him take, give her an enema. Give him oh, an I'm enema. just taking my cat to go get an enema. <laughs> Super fun, Tiff. Let's let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Please. <laughs> I can't find Greta. What, what are you laughing about? I'm just in one of those moods. Can I be? I mean, are like can, the voices. Can I be happy and gay? Yes, you can <laughs> actually, and I would love that. For you. I can't be gay. Come on, you give can a, be anything you want to be. Give a guy a chance to just be gay. You can. You listen, little man child. You can be anything you want to be if you just put your mind to it. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. How dare you? People are suffering, people are dying. You have stolen my dreams with your empty words. I'm as mad as hell. As- 759, Brad. My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get get bent down and whisper in my ear. Why are they late? 7.59, Brad. I have prostate problems that were driving me nuts. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Why are they late? Say goodbye, Shelly. Goodbye, Shelly. Have a great week. Great day, everybody. Brad, it's been a slice of heaven as usual. Peace and I fly. People are suffering. People are dying. And then there's that. <sighs> Hi to Eugenius, 759. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.